This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And welcome again to Cottage Talk. This is a special episode. These are my five takeaways from 48 hours of foam. I had an incredible weekend in Philadelphia, and I'm going to share my thoughts on that. They will include the match, but there's a lot more than just seeing foam in person. It's about everyone that I met and also that my son got to experience it with me. I'll be going through that in the next 15 to 20 minutes. I look forward to sharing that with you. Just so you know, I will have another episode soon about Fulham's first signing of the season. Technically, it's not their first signing, but I'm just going to have a do a show soon about the signing of Raul Jimenez from Wolves. That won't be in this show, but I will be doing another show to share my thoughts on that. But I wanted to do a special show to talk about this incredible weekend that I had in Philadelphia. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube. An Apple podcast. It does help other film supporters find us. Also want to mention Cottage Talk is part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Okay, so let's get going with number five. And number five started off the weekend in grand fashion. I was part of Fulmish Live at Milk Boy Philly on Saturday. Saturday afternoon around 1.15, we recorded Myself, my co-host, Max Cohen, and of course, the great pair of Sammy James and of course, George Cooper from Fulmish. And it was, first of all, let's just start by, I got to meet them first, George and Sammy. They couldn't have been more nice to me and my son. About an hour before the event was about to begin, I got to meet them and uh, they were happy to meet me and I was happy to meet them. And I knew that this was going to be a special afternoon with them and of course with Max because we would be doing a live show in front of foam supporters. And what's interesting about this talking to Sammy beforehand, we had a general idea of how many people were going to be there. But when I went to Milk Boy Philly, I asked them, could you give me an idea of how many people have bought tickets for this event? And 
I remember just going back and forth with Sammy. You know, we're thinking, okay, it would be great to get about 50. That would be great. I was told by one person they were expecting 80. Another person told me 120. I'm going to tell you right now, it's it was somewhere in between that. And that's a lot of people, a lot of foam supporters. What was great is that when the doors were open, when everyone could come in, just to see people piling in to this venue to watch a live show was just crazy. It was just fantastic. And uh, we got to meet them beforehand. I got to meet more of them, it seemed, after the event was over. But before the event, to see all these foam supporters in one place was uh, truly special. And to do it with these gentlemen, I'm talking about Sammy, George, and Max, was uh, very special. So the show itself, I I hope you do listen on Fulmish, was just great. We talked about Mitro. We talked about Marco. We talked about potential transfers. Those guys have their views. I have mine, and Max had his, and they're all a little bit different. That's what made this interesting because the the Fulmish guys are a little bit different than me and a little bit different from Max. We all have different opinions on Fulm. So it actually, I thought the show came out fantastic because you got different opinions. I think that's what you're looking for. But for me, it was just great to do this live show in front of all these people. And um, like I said, it's something that I will never forget. So a major, major thank you to Sammy James and George Cooper for including Max and myself to this event. And also, and I want to say most important for everyone that I met at Milk Boy Philly, just thank you for coming up to me and say hello. And it meant a lot to me and my son. And uh, I'll be talking about my son in a little bit, his reaction to all this, because he was blown away by all the foam supporters. Just in general, he just thought it was incredible what he watched. So that's number five. That event was just truly incredible. But that was just the beginning of a wonderful 48 hours. That was followed up about three or four hours later. We went to the official Fulham Football Club meetup that was in association with Fulham, PH Fulham, the Philadelphia Fulham's supporters group. And they put on this incredible event. The one thing that I will tell you is it was just packed. This meetup was crazy and packed. I'll just leave it at that. That's my number four takeaway that basically this event, you could hardly move. That's how many foam supporters were there. And again, what was great is how many people came up to me just to say hello. And I could say hi to them. I met people from everywhere. I I actually met more people from Boston, which blew me away. Several people from Boston came up for this Denver, Dayton, Ohio, which I'll be talking about in a little bit, Detroit, they were coming from everywhere. So that's what was very special about this. All across the United States, Fulham supporters came for this match, but also for the weekend. And so many of them, the venue wasn't big enough to hold all the Fulham supporters. We'll just leave it at that. So that was great. On top of it, I got to meet and talk to people that worked for the club in the communications department for Fulham Football Club, some that I had met prior, but also some new ones. And that was great as well. I got to meet staff members for Fulham Football Club. I also got to talk to uh, Jim Woodcock, who was actually, anyone that knows Jim, is the uh, PR director or PR man for Shai Khan and Tony Khan, so I got to talk to him. So there were all these great people 
that I got to meet. The event itself was great. Max was there as well. And then uh, after the event, Max and I and his family went out for dinner. So number four, once again, meetup was crazy impact and simply special. Okay. Number three, standouts from Foam's three to two victory against Brentford. So now I'm going to talk about the match itself. And the match itself was just crazy being there. It really was just crazy being there. I was at the match in Jacksonville back in, I believe it was 2015, but to see Fulham in Philadelphia in such a large venue with so many Fulham supporters there was just amazing. It was truly amazing. I had incredible seats. I want to thank my friends at Fulham Football Club for arranging that along with the Premier League to uh, get me and my son these incredible tickets basically 20 rows back. It was just amazing that I could uh, watch this match. But let's talk a little bit about the match, and I'll just share my thoughts on this. So not going to lie, when the players came out, when the phone players and the uh, Brentford players came out, I, I did tear up a little bit because it was emotional just seeing this in front of me after all these years. It really it was it was emotional, but it was special because I got to see Fulham Football Club and my own country in front of me, right in front of me. But the match itself started off very bright for Fulham. And uh, the starting 11 was a little crazy. You had Jao Polino, who unfortunately got injured, playing center back. Obviously, Mitro wasn't playing. So you had a decent starting 11 for Fulham Football Club. But right off the bat, the player that stood out for me was Harry Wilson. If Harry Wilson is playing at this level right now. I cannot wait to see how he's going to look like back in the Premier League. I saw a glimpse of what I saw with Harry Wilson in the championship. He worked his socks off. He scored a great first goal, but you know what? It was a lot more than that. He really was instrumental to Fulham's play throughout the match when he was playing. I thought Harry Wilson, in my opinion, man of the match by a country mile. He was that good. He stood out. He was really good. The play in general, what's interesting about this, and I know it's been talked about enough. I know the full in this show talked about this. The pitch itself was, for whatever reason, not great for this match. I, I don't think they got the grass right here because the ball did not move as quickly as it should. It stopped a lot. I think the players really had to adjust to that. So the pitch itself, not great. I hate to say that about the pitch, but it just wasn't great. So the players actually struggled a little bit, but once they got used to it, I thought they thrived, but Fulham go up a goal and to Brentford's credit after they did, they came back into the match and they dominated a good portion of that first half and they got an equalizer. And I thought that the first half was going to end one, one, but Bobby Decadova Reed, Maybe a little bit against the run of play scores another great goal. These were three great goals by Fulham Football Club, by the way. To give Fulham the halftime lead, two to one. I thought performance-wise, it was even, but Fulham went into the half up two to one. Now in the second half, Frankfurt again, I thought we're going to come out strong, and they did. But Fulham got that third goal. Great setup to lead to a wonderful goal by Carlos Vinicius. Wonderful goal by Carlos Vinicius, making it 3-1. to one. 
he came on for Rodrigo Muniz, who was a surprise starter in this match. So Fulham were up three to one. Shortly after that, Brentford score a goal to make it three to two. And uh, what's interesting after that, then you have a bunch of substitutions. I'm not going to attempt to mention this player's last name. I'm just going to call him Luke. Just his first name, Luke. 17-year-old Luke comes on for Fulham. believe he's a right back, a young right back playing center back. I got to tell you, besides Harry Wilson, and I'm going to mention William, he was a fantastic player in this match. He, he gets an honorable mention for me. He was great. He did not look out of place. In fact, I thought he played much better than Kevin and Babu. They had him at center back, Luke, and uh, he fit right in. There's one for the future to look out for. Chase Stansfield played well when he came on. A bunch of the youngsters played well. But Luke definitely stood out for me. But I do have Harry Wilson as man of the match. But I'm going to tell you, the best player that was on the pitch from both teams was William. When William came on, different class. Should have scored a goal. Great save by the goalkeeper for Brentford. But William is just so assured. And he might be 35 years old, but he certainly didn't look like it in this match. And uh, if he's looking like this right now, I think uh, he's going to have a great season for Fulham Football Club. Looked like the same player I saw last season. No difference. So, Big shout out to William because I thought he was the best player, but not the man of the match. I'm just saying just his class. He just looked like the best player out there, but the man of the match definitely was going to be Harry Wilson. Okay. So let's go now to number two and number two has to deal with my son. Watching my son feel the foam experience was uh, truly special. My son is not a fan of foam football club. He's just not a fan of the sport. I wanted him to come with me. He wanted to come and experience this, and he loved it. He absolutely loved it. I don't know if this is going to basically make him more of a fan, but he loved being there with me and experiencing this because he thought it was special. He liked meeting everyone, and everyone that came up and talked to me was so gracious to my son because they asked my son the same question. I warned him ahead of time that they were going to ask him if he was a Fulham supporter. And I just said, hey, listen, just tell everyone that you're just not a fan of the sport. And that's what he said over and over again. But he loved the fact that people cared about the fact if he was a Fulham supporter or not. They cared what he thought, not just me, what he thought. And he loved it. And uh, I just want to mention a a special moment was uh, in the uh, second half. The second half, I believe, just had begun. And a foam supporter came into our row. And you can see him on Twitter. Great guy. He goes by um, Fulham and Dayton. And he came up to my son and myself. And he basically said, hey, Russ, I just want to say hello to you and your son. And just basically he wanted to just have a quick chat with us. And I got to tell you, that was basically the cherry on the Sunday for us because that was so nice of him to come up to us and talk to us in the second half. And it's just, like I said, so many people that I met 
And that just ended this 48 hours of phone months. Such a wonderful note meeting my friend who goes by the Twitter account, Foam and Dayton, please do give him a follow. I would definitely give him a follow. Just wonderful guy who just wanted to talk to us. Also wanted to know if I had any inside information, which sometimes I do. But I had a nice little chat with him. And then, of course, we watched the second half. But for my son to watch all this, to see all this, and I will mention, also get a Philly cheesesteak, was a great experience for him. Just a wonderful weekend for me and my son. So that's number two. Coming up next to end this quick podcast, I'm going to share with you my number one takeaway from 48 Hours of Fall. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Okay, so to end this episode of Cottage Talk, here is my number one takeaway from 48 Hours of Foam, and that is this. The passion for foam in the U.S. is much more intense than many probably think, and I experienced that firsthand. I knew about it. But to see the amount of foam supporters and how into it each and every one were, how they wanted to talk to someone that they could talk to about foam. This is something Max talked about. What was great about this community is that they're in parts of the country that they might not be able to talk foam with anyone. They all got a chance to be together and talk about foam together. That was incredibly special. But the passion that they all have was just incredible. And I got to see it and they got to talk to me. I got to talk to them. And that's something that I think Fulham Football Club need to build on. This is a huge country here. There's a huge opportunity to grow Fulham Football Club here. I just don't think they've done enough because the support is here. But I think that they need to market Fulham more and they need to make more of an effort here in the U.S. They certainly should be coming back regularly to the U.S. But there's support here for the U.S., and I there are so many supporters here in the U.S., but I think there are more to come if Fulham did a little bit better of a job reaching out to these potential supporters. As Sammy James said, you got this whole thing with Wrexham going on here. It is a phenomenon over here. You got Fulham Football Club. Why isn't it a phenomenon? with Fulham Football Club. Maybe a documentary series on Fulham Football Club on Netflix would be great. I actually like that suggestion from Max. I think that would be something that could work, I think, just as good as the Wrexham situation. I I know they have these uh, celebrity owners, but you know what? We have what I would call a wonderful team and wonderful owners and a wonderful 
group of supporters here in the U.S. It is, I'm just saying, it can be, it can grow. And I think it should be able to grow with a little bit more effort because the passion is here in the U.S. for Fulham Football Club and around the world. But I'm just talking about what I experienced in my uh, 48 hours with Fulham. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other Fulham supporters find us. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I will be doing an episode soon about the signing of Raul Jimenez. I'll give you my five takeaways of that signing. But it is time to wrap up this episode. My name is Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, part of the TalkSport Fan Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.